things on my right. We bring them both together. We got juking all night. Then after the show, it's the party. Then after the party, it's the hotel lobby. Welcome back to the podcast for the after party following episode 507 of the Animatics Anonymous podcast. And thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast today. It was a lot of fun. It was a good one. We played some fate trivia. We, uh, we got played some, by fate trivia. We got I, I demolished. Um, and then we did um, some, <laughs> truly. And then, and, then I, and then we did some impressions, so that was good to get the... I love doing the impressions. That's, that's my that's my that's my favorite thing. It's a lot of fun. Well, I think we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, the Mason, you'll be happy to know that Green Bay is getting massacred. Oh, excellent, my friend. Let's go. It's seventeen nothing, and I don't think that uh, Green Bay could couldn't be playing any worse. So, yeah. I just I, I want to set two things up really quick at the beginning here. Uh, for those of you listening. Uh, Mitsugi is decked out in a complete grout fit, aka a gray outfit with a balaclava uh, adorning his face. Yep. So uh, keep that image in your mind. Also, I am petitioning that we, you know, we can't use the ignition uh, music anymore when we start an after party. So I want to petition us to just get a like text to speech thing uh, of the the part of the song, so we can have that playing when we start our after parties. Uh, just mm. like a then after the show it's the after party yeah and after the party it is the hotel lobby i, th- I think that sounds like you could just do it yourself i think that'd be just a beautiful intro oh and mitz has returned that's right fully fully fleshed out with even more gear for his upcoming wintry abode uh hiking excursion with goggles uh above his glasses and uh, <laughs> he's probably going to talk about his fares for the upcoming death-defying adventure that he has in store. Well, let me tell you something right now, okay? Here's an I- here's just an idea, right? So I'm looking at the forecast. We're doing we're doing this this mountain called Quandry Peak. It's not really uh, especially dangerous. It's a class one, pretty easy. But if you were gonna if you were to do like a class four or something or a class three in the winter, I mean, you got to really know what you're doing because. You're talking like the one wrong step and you're dead. <laughs> I mean, like this this is this is like you know where you could step on a, you could step on some snow that has nothing under it and you just fall to like 500 feet to your death. So like this mountain's pretty easy, but even this mountain tonight, wind chills up to minus 17, and the wind is not even fast tonight. So the wind is only 17 miles an hour up on the mountain tonight. So I mean, I'm expecting wind chills up to like minus 30 possibly. And trust me, you don't want minus 30 touching your skin. So, like at all. So you really got to be covered up. Which is why I'm wearing this balaclava, which is basically like the kind of the, th- the thing you see people wearing when they rob your house. It's like, uh, it covers everything except your <laughs> eyes. And then it leaves, it leaves just about enough room, like, in, like where your eyes are, for you to cover up that, that area with a mask. And then, that's about it. You don't want to... You don't want to be exposed, you know? And then you got to wear, like, fleece-lined pants, probably um, a pretty beefy jacket, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe some snow Well, be careful, careful out there. We don't want to have to pour out some monster in your honor next week. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to buy monsters. So. <laughs> I, I actually have some, uh, some, uh, some snowshoes in my bedroom. You want me to go grab them? 
Yeah, let's take a look at what they look like. Oh, as his away, the ferret comes into view. Oh, how fitting. Yeah, there goes my water or my floor. Nice. Slip and slide zone. Welcome yeah. to the splash I had town. to have a heart to heart with one of them during the break because he thought, hey, I don't have to use a litter box. So I had to. I, had I mean, to fix talk. That. I mean, speaking of getting shit on, I see in the comments is saying <laughs> there are 300 like servants, so he can always make another trivia game oh, to God, school no. us mm. again. To which I reply, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah, we should just do Puzzle Dragons trivia. I'd rather do that. It, it, I was expecting there to be a lot more from like Arthurian legends, like from King Arthur stories. I was going to be ready to wreck that shit. Oh, you were researching. I know how it works. You were reading all well, the deep lore. No, I love Arthur legends. There's a whole hell of so a I, lo- I, there's there's a whole hell of a lot more than 300 mythical creed mythical or historical figures in Puzzle Dragons. It's probably closer to 2,000 of them. So. Shit. And they look a lot more like they probably would in reality, so that's it's probably easier. But I'm I realize that I would I would get most of those right, and then it wouldn't be fair. So, although although it might be funny to have Enzo join if he ever comes back, Ooh. and the three of you play <laughs> Puzzle Dragons trivia. By the way, this is a, this is a snowshoe. It's kind of a shitty one. Um, my girlfriend's coworker just kind of gave them to us. Um, it's it's not real good, you know. I might bring them anyway, just to see, just in case we need them. Ideally, uh, snowshoes have like a lot more sharp teeth on the bottom, so you don't like slide on the, on a hillside. Yeah, they're not. It's not real good, but this is what a, this is. This is pretty much what a snowshoe looks like. So, meant meant to make you float on top of snow, even if you weigh like over two hundred pounds. Interesting. Thanks. I've never actually no. used snowshoes without. You know, I've just never needed them, so I'm interested to see how well they yeah. work. Well. Yeah, we'll find out. I may not need them, you know. So, people seem to be climbing up this hill, this mountain, just with like spikes on their shoes. So, it's not uh, especially concerning. So, Looney Tunes has taught me all you need are tennis rackets. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, how, how much do those snowshoes wear? Is that something you're planning on strapping onto the backpack and just lugging with you if you don't need them? Yeah. So, a current, uh, a newer, a newer snowshoe weighs about four pounds for one of them. Okay. And uh, this one probably weighs less than that, but it's also, like I said, a piece of crap. Like, it doesn't have any of the comfortable features that a, that a new snowshoe would have. Like, they have nowadays, they have like what's called a heel riser. So, there's like a device that goes on your heel that will actually change change the angle of your foot depending on whether or not you're going uphill or downhill. Which the makes, cool kids are calling them pumps nowadays. You're wearing pumps on the mountain. Pumps. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, it's like yeah, and then and then like. A newer snowshoe would have like sharp teeth all over the bottom and almost like crampon-like spikes to just lock you gotcha. in place. This one so is it worth the the five pound hit of having to lug these up the mountain, or are you going to play it by ear as you get started? Well, I mean, I so back in so I'm told the the snowiest month in Colorado is March, and I we climbed Gray's Peak, which is the easiest mountain in the Rockies, um, in May, and. Um, it was just a nightmare. I mean, there was two feet of snow. I told this story already once, but there was two feet of snow the whole hike. And, you know, I was balking back at that point. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm weighing like around 195 and I'm just punching through it up to my hips. I mean, I'm literally up to my hips in snow and like, it's just miserable. Like you just, your life just sucks. Like when that's the case. And that hike went from being, Oh, like, you know, a, a grandmother could do it to being like, you will barely survive. And 
my feet were blue and purple when we got done because they were just frozen, completely frozen. Um, so yeah, it's worth the four pounds for each foot <laughs> for sure. Definitely. So, uh, nice. a, new, a brand new pair of snowshoes, like an epic freaking pair. It costs about 300 bucks. So it's not like you're breaking the bank. You're not buying like skis or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. So it's not that bad. So. Yeah, you'll be fine. Jojo has taught me all you got to do is spin a ball in the golden ratio. You can do anything. Golden ratio is the key to success, my friend. You keep that with you. You can do anything in this life. Two things will get me up this mountain. The thought of Jojo and his golden ratio. And the thought of hot piping General Tso's chicken. Mm. Mm. Just give me all that Chinese food, all of it. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. I love it. So what else Sorry, I'm distracted on? by the ferret. Just <laughs> was, he was just standing wa- there looking at me. Walking away from his crime, looks at Mandy like, oh, did she see me do it? And Mandy's like, yes, I saw you do everything. And he's like, shh. <laughs> did <laughs> yeah, you exactly. walk away? <laughs> uh, what are you up to, Mandy? Yeah. Me, uh, Warcraft. After you left me on Friday, that's pretty much all I've done. I was on really late last night, and then I learned that I did everything wrong, so I had to fix it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Last week, I didn't do. I didn't really do much of anything last week. I watched some of the new shows, and uh, that's it. I'm assuming you haven't played any more of Blasphemous. No, I haven't. I have. Mitz, what's the update? I have. I have. Yeah. So. Blasphemous continues to be a blast. <laughs> and um, it just has great boss fights. You know, um, there I fought that boss that Mandy found finally. He was pretty easy. Um, mm, the thorn guy? The thorn guy, yeah. He was he was he was cool. He was cool. You know, he wasn't that elaborate. Um the but like I'm just obsessed with revealing every part of the map. And I'm get and I get really annoyed. When there's like a there's like one little spot where I haven't been able to go, and I'll go all the way back there to check and just be like, oh, did I just miss this? Sometimes I just missed it, and sometimes, sometimes I need some ability or some item that would get me to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying because I know I'm gonna have to like <clears throat> I'm gonna get like an item later that'll let me like double jump or something, and then I'll have to go back and I'll and then I'll be able to get to this area. But like I just want to get all the map done now and then keep going. But there's a point. No, I'm in the with game. you. There's I'm with point. you. I like scratching yeah. that itch yeah. of exploration. Yeah. There's a point in the game. Uh, the game offers a lot of that, though, by the way. It, it pretty much lets you into like 90% of everywhere right off the bat. But there's a point in the game where you, you visit like these three vi- vi- visages of like all your anguish or whatever the hell. And then there's a really long bridge like in the middle of the map. And it kind of divides, I think, the first half and the second half of the game. And there's a big battle. There's a big boss fight on the bridge you got to do. And then that's kind of where I am. So I'm transit. I've moved into like the right half of the map. Like I've cu- I've done everything on the left side, and now the right side is before me. And that's probably about I don't know. I got about thirty percent of the map left, probably. Okay, that's pretty so. good. I'm excited for you to finish it so I can send you guys the uh, the speed run from the series oh, video. Good, good God! With the guy has very funny commentary over it, and uh, it was a good time. I, uh, you know, I'm. Mandy and I have been playing these uh, games once or twice a week, and she's about to enter the WoW zone, which... 
Yeah. It will take a lot of time. And I'm like, hmm, should I try streaming something? Like, oh, what can I do? And I was, I was even thinking about like maybe doing some Hollow Knight or something because that's a fun game. But now I'm like, oh, well, should I wait until the sequel is about to come out to refresh myself before then? So I'm, I'm thinking about picking up games, but games are cost intensive and we'll, uh, I don't have time. <laughs> I've got too much stuff going on. So we'll see. I might stream my raid. I'm, I don't know. We'll see. The other thing I'm worried about is just because like I won't be able to interact with chat. And I have to worry about everybody else in my raid. <laughs> so That's the thing. We'll it see. would very much be uh, I talk to chat and you like deal with the 8,000 things that you're juggling between what you're doing, what everyone else is doing, communicating with them. Like, mm -hmm. do you guys have headsets on when you play and talk directly yes. or do you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we always talk. Yeah. That's so <laughs> we, it'd have to be complete. It'd be two very disconnected things. It would be a fireside chat with Mason while Mandy oh. puts on a show. <laughs> a fireside chat. <laughs> yeah. Boy, because this world is on fire. Mason, <laughs> Mason, if you'd like to see what the peak conditions look like, there's some photos here online i'm gonna put them up in the Ooh, I'm gonna, very I'm nice gonna, i'm gonna put them up I'm, I'm gonna put some photos up here but i'm also gonna send you a link because the twitch is delayed so there is a uh link for you and then Heck yeah and then i'm gonna send you another link i put it in there as well and it's like it looks pretty hairy up there to be honest um who would who would have thought that the winter time above fourteen thousand feet would be hairy but like here's a photo <laughs> that looks th this photo looks beautiful um, it's just like just this big scrawling tree line with like a sunset behind it. It looks great. And then here's yeah, another, I, the peak looks looks pretty nasty. I mean, very cloudy, tons of snow. I mean, I think the snowshoes are probably going to be useful. And and then at the end, there's a picture of this guy's like completely frozen water bottle, like just yeah. totally, just totally frozen. I I don't know that first shot. Like, that snow doesn't look too deep. It doesn't look like it'd be terrible. I'm sure, like, honestly, if it snows like an inch and kind of gets packed down a bit, it's almost easier because you don't have all, like, the small rocks and stuff that would kind of mess with you. Like, it all kind of, like, becomes an even plane. What I'm saying is uh, snowy mountains are easy baby mode and you'll be fine. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I have trust in you. Man, he's like, I'm gonna hot chocolate it up right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <I'm> can't. Good. <laughs> you can't use a hydro pack because the tube will freeze. Like your 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 the, your hose will freeze. Yeah, you gotta just be constantly drinking, or else it plugs up. And you can't be constantly drinking. So, yep. That's what the snow is for. Just chomp on that. I wonder if there's something you could put in the in the water that would prevent it from freezing. You know, like uh, alcohol. Make, antifreeze. <laughs> antifreeze. Yeah. Okay, chat. Who had a better answer for that? You decide. What did you say? I said alcohol. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, alcohol. Well. Probably the one that's not going to kill you. <laughs> Debatable. You just got to cut your water with antifreeze. Just like mm. uh, you do the monster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mitz, you cut, you cut monster with water because of flavor or just to... Why? I want to know. Well, I love the it. People so, want answers. I love it so much. Like the the some of the monster drinks, the flavor is great. Like the orange one is awesome. It tastes like you're drinking straight up like Sunny Delight or something. Um, but the flavor is very strong. 
I would say. Stronger than it needs to be, especially like the green one is really strong. It tastes like Jolly Ranchers. Um, but it's almost it's like if I drink half a can, I feel sad because I only have half a can left. But uh, So you're just making your stash last longer. Yeah, but then if you fill the can up with water and you keep drinking, you can't tell the difference. Like It's so potent that you can't tell the difference in flavor, really. So it's almost like you're getting to have two monsters if you keep filling it with, filling it up with water. So, pretty good. What is the, uh, oh, I'm blanking, the mathematical theorem that you never get somewhere, you always are halfway closer? But it's like you never drink a can of Monster. You just perpetually cut it at the halfway point with more water. Oh. And you never never finish the water. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't remember. Or never like, mind. Or it like, reminds me of Buck and Tess when the guy was like constantly cutting ramen. He was like, I can make this last forever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Smarter people than me. Aaron Rodgers passing his QBR on the first half is 55. He's only thrown for 66 yards and one and one interception. That's pretty bad. Yep. The window's closing on Aaron Rodgers pretty quick. He ain't no I see you saying Zeno's paradox in the chat. He ain't I, no spring chicken. I'll look up if that's right. Dang. Well, bye-bye Green Bay. So. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. I mean, they're, dude, they're down by 20. They're not going to win. I mean. I've gonna, seen Aaron Rodgers do stuff before well not not against the san francisco defense in san francisco so. i've seen him in state farm ads and that's got to count for something <laughs> <laughs> discount i think i've seen check. those ads too <laughs> discount double check discount double check baby um so my headset has been broken if people are watching they've probably seen that i taped it all up because that head like that earpiece my left one or yeah my left one just keeps falling off <laughs> Don't worry, I'm getting a new one. It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> Bless. We'll finally be out of the uh, the tape saga that has been plaguing yeah. us for uh, two months now. No, it's only been like two weeks. No, it's been longer than that. <laughs> it hasn't been <laughs> it has two to months. Be. It's been forever. Uh, I played D&D yesterday with my cousin. Ooh. Oh, the score, oh is, nice. the score is now 27 to nothing. So I'm pretty sure you're good. Um, yeah, I played D&D last night. Uh, my cousin lives like eight minutes from me, which is crazy. And they play D&D and they don't have any, they don't really have anybody to play with. So, you know, I went over there and played and, um, the, her husband's being is the DM. He is the kindest, (laughs) the kindest DM you've ever seen. Um, they do, they do a little bit of metagaming, which I don't really like. Like, um, you know, his wife will be getting ready to attack some monster and he'll be like, and um, she'll 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 like she'll roll and he'll be like, oh well, he only had five hit points left, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking like, man, my other D and D group would never allow that. They will mm-hmm. they make you talk like, how's he looking? Oh, he's looking real bloody. You know, like that. That's how they would do it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I've always played. They're too. they're a stickler for doing things by the numbers. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, they, they don't want you, like, um, figuring out what the hit points are of a monster and then keeping track of it in your head and, like, trying to guess, you know, how yeah, much, yeah. you know. But um, these people don't care. And he's real, like, real uh, kind with, like, what he, what, what he lets you do. But we have an interesting story going on. And I always wondered, like, 
I wonder how many different campaigns there are in D&D because I always wonder if I come on here and I start telling someone a story of a campaign that we're doing, if some other person listening is like, oh, yeah, I've done that campaign three times. Like, I know that one. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of campaigns. Yeah, so where we left off, we're like, we're in this underground, like, citadel like it's we went we went under the ground and there's like an underground fortress and it's pretty huge like it's giant like i mean it took us three hours to go through like a third of it and um we found these like kobolds i guess they're called they're like little dragon lizard guys and Mm -hmm. someone stole their dragon that they worship and the like i guess the the kobolds control the like southern half of the fortress and then the and the goblins control the northern half of the fortress and they're always like having a battle like they're always at war and the goblins stole their dragon and so we're we have to go get their dragon back for them but i don't really trust them because kobolds are evil so i mean but we're about but we're also level one so we don't really have the like the toughness to just wipe to just kill the kobolds because because why not so i don't know it's kind of cool i think it's neat that there's like two groups of enemies that are like battling over one, over territory in one like giant castle it's pretty neat do you remember the name of it the name of the campaign yeah it sounds like cobalt mm. conundrum cobalt conundrum what was it called like sunless citadel I yeah think. i'm that, trying to remember yeah that sounds familiar yeah okay. but that but, but i don't i don't think i think that's what we're trying to find but i'm not sure if that's mm. where we're but i'm not sure if that's where we are so yeah, we kind of like. I mean, D and D campaigns can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we kind of like. We're looking for the. We're looking for um, some lady's um, missing son, and okay. Then like we found this ravine where this bridge was destroyed, and there was like a long rope hanging off the side, and we climbed down the rope, then we climbed we climbed down like ten flights of stairs and ended up underground, and that's how we ended up where we are. I'm a I'm a half or I'm a half orc fighter, so. But at level one, you can't do much with that. So I'm like, I basically have attack, and that's it. So it's a lot of fun. So sounds good. Yeah. What else is going on? <sighs> Not much. I'm I'm reading lots of Stillball Run. That's been like every day for me. How many volumes are you up to? Let me check. I forgot. Um, I think I'm. In, I think I've read twelve. Okay, so that's about the halfway point, I think. Let me see. I have down that I finished. I left off at chapter forty-five, so eleven. I'm at chapter. I'm at volume twelve now. Gotcha. And there's twenty-four volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> there's still so much left. There is. It takes uh, me a while to get them on my phone, but. But they're a quick oh well. read. The chapters are so yeah. quick. Um, I think I will hear back about the JLPT results this week. Oh, I forgot all about that. Uh, yeah, I almost don't even care at this point. Uh, AKA I'm feeling less and less confident, but we'll see. Well, uh, as I said, I'm expecting to fail. The question is just what part of it I fail. That's, that's all I'm interested in. So, uh, excited for that been i haven't been reading much i've been slowly painstakingly going through mushishi but that's a tough read in japanese because they use so many like Mm. out of date characters Mm -hmm. that it's like oh there wasn't a chance i would have gotten that one so then i have to look it up and it's it's a it's a tough one so i'm getting 
give them decimated, but it's still fun. Um, that's kind of the big hobby thing that's taken up my my free time. Are you gonna like? Are you gonna start um, like transitioning your study habits to cater to, to cater more to the JLPT, or are you kind of like you know screw that? I'm not gonna. Um, you know what I mean? Because like you could read you, you could read things till the cows come home, but if you can't do the listening section well, you know it'll be. But I don't, but I don't, but yeah. I don't know how much you care about the JLPT, you know. Yeah, and I really don't, but I do want to. I mean, definitely improve my listening. So I've started uh, going to NHK Easy News. Mm. Essentially, it's a website where they. It's actually where I get a lot of the news stories that I would look for us for to talk about, like. You know, it's from NHK. It's their news articles, and it's written in very like simple Japanese. Bye, I'm disconnected. We lost yeah, him. I'm back. I'm alive. Yeah, so it's written in very easy Japanese, um, but they have a person like reading it. So I'll try to listen to it a couple times. Be like, I'm not getting any of this, and then read along with the listening and try to like build up listening skills that way. So I am trying to lean a little bit more towards listening, but it's it's just something I just don't put forth the effort to do uh, often enough. So that's on me. So, but it's fun. It's still enjoyable, and we'll see how far we get from that. Definitely excited to see, you know, how much better I pick up on stuff when we have our Japan trip, which is, I mean a year and change away from now yeah i mean a year and a month or so a couple months a year yeah. and six weeks so no it's exciting yeah well, no i was thinking we'll have to start thinking go about ahead that pretty soon i was uh actually even considering and i guess we'll need people's input on this of uh putting the waifu wars on hiatus to have like a like instructional segment about like how to do Japan, like how to mm. do X, Y, Z, or just get into some stuff for people traveling or looking at traveling or visiting or all that kind of stuff. I was people would probably like that. Yeah, I, I figured that could be interesting. So maybe, maybe one or two more uh, sessions of Waifu Wars, and then maybe transfer over to that. We'll see. We'll playing around with that idea. I will say. Uh, that Kabuchiko Sherlock show from last season. I've been like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. watching that um, episode. Which one did I just watch? I forgot about that show. I never four. started it. Yeah, it's pretty stylish or whatever. Episode four has like the best version of like the modern uh, bathhouse, like the like the spa world esque, where it's like an amusement park kind of thing. It had like the very modern setup, and I'm like, ooh yeah, I remember that. That was very fun. So that uh, that was triggering my uh, thoughts of like, oh, that, that'd be a good thing to talk about for one of the episodes. So I don't know. I've just been watching so much from this season. I'm really trying to watch like the first episode of everything oh, and just be more aware. And it's something. Do you guys have a favorite from the season other than the one that you just did an impression on? Azokin? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Um, I watched the second episode of Hanako Kun, and okay. I loved it, so I want more. Why is she <laughs> toilet bound? Because he, it's toilet a bound. ghost, and it's yeah. easily the best looking show 
of the last couple of years. But why yeah. toilet bound? Because well, he's a ghost. He's haunting it. That's part of the rumor. It's kind of like one of those like legends. And like if you go into, I mean, there's so many weird yokai legends. And there's a lot of them that are focused on like bathrooms. And this one's like, this particular stall is haunted. And if you go in there, then uh, you he you might run into Hanako, who will grant you a wish. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, well, the, the title is kind of dubious, right? It's like oh, dubious. If I do say yeah, so myself. Dubious. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you no, know, he can venture outside the bathroom. That's just where you find yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like the whole show takes place in the bathroom. <laughs> but but the title makes it sound like that. The title makes it sound. It like does. The, the, the title. I, the first thing I thought was oh. A show of pee, with pee and, poop, pee and poop fetish slash humor. You know, and we've had those before. Well, the other question is, is it toilet bound as in this this ghost is chained, shackled, bound to the toilet? Or is he drank a lot of water and he's going towards, he's bounding towards, he's venturing towards the toilet? I, you could read it two ways. Mm. Uh, both ways are incorrect and he's just hangs out in there until he gets called up to uh do his duty but like in this world all of the uh spiritual creatures they are only exist because of their rumors so if the rumors change they have to also change themselves to go along with the rumor so that's why like i'm i'm going to assume just like his rumor is based on this toilet and like that's that's what he's bound to all right what else other than under the toilet bound I mean, if we're talking about stuff that like we didn't like pick up on for the the podcast, oh, yeah. um, the the Budokan Idol show and the twenty two like over seven Idol shows are both uh, something. The mm. uh, Budokan show is legitimately fun. It's about a super fan who loves a kind of one of the lesser popular members of a like small and upcoming idol group, and like mm. all the you know, all the effort and uh, dedication that she has, like buying all the versions of the CDs and getting handshake tickets and like waiting in line all day. Like it kind of goes through her like struggle to be a fan and like support the person she likes. And then in turn, the idol struggle to connect with her. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's the charming. entire BTS army in one person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's just a unique little take on it. And Good. The other one is the 22 over 7, which is the most messed up thing ever. It's like an oh. idol group show that's clearly made to promote a real life idol group show. Uh, BCOM from Nerdum and Other Nonsense like was like, Mason, I, I'm forcing you to watch this. And uh, we watched it together. And it's like essentially it's this group of like eight uh, idols who are picked to no, no audition, nothing. They're just like, hey, you eight, you're going to be idols now. Uh, the only requirement is that you, you know, work in this building, you do your thing, and you have to obey whatever this wall tells you to do. And this wall is a massive, like, pyramid temple in a room that they're locked in with, and it slides out orders. And whatever that order is, they have to obey without question. That's the only requirement to them being idols. And... uh it's a, such a weird setup for what's supposed to be a real life idol group that I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it is wonky and wild. And I don't know if it's going to be really good. I'm guessing not, but for now it's a fun ride. Rock so on. those are two things. 
that uh i've watched that are like no i would never have guessed this to be interesting but i'm liking a lot more than some other stuff rock on rock on kind of into the smell down the runway one too i want to see yeah, that, that was that good one. the runway oh. show yeah yeah there's s- ones oh go ahead oh sorry i was gonna say i still might swap that out with uh, oh, the really? short yeah because i have two like shorts this season yeah you do mm-hmm. so i'm because i didn't know that natsunagu was going to be a short yeah and mm-hmm. heya camp is a short so i might just be like guys uh swapping them out so anyway yeah, what, what the you think one we had no information on and it's like only three minutes that episode <laughs> so yeah it's not it's not even really an anime <laughs> It's more like an advertisement for this area. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet just because I'm waiting closer to the impression, but I'm guessing that, yeah, it'll be just an ad and be kind of mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, but the Smout on the Runway one, I'm, I've been kind of interested in. I've only seen episode one, though, so we'll see. Um, What else? I, Somali. Somali is adorable. Somali is cute. I was just about to watch episode two. I was just about to do that before we started, and I, didn't, I ran out of time. I'm definitely watching it after this episode because that's Same. that's good pre bedtime. Oh yeah, stuff. for sure, guys. <laughs> I I gotta say though, it's not from the season, but that Tamayura show that I talked about a while ago is the most relaxing, comfy show of all time. Damn, like it is maximum fua fua. <laughs> like fua fua. So many shows are like have like they try to describe a comfortable comforting like emotion and there's like an essence that like she captures in her photographs that are like comfort and like life and joy and the show is so relaxing it's like impossible to not like it just melts the stress away oh it's the most pleasant thing ever um it's definitely not for most people but (laughs) i've never seen a show that's like describes a comfy feeling and then perfectly matches what it is describing it's like you want comfort here's your goddamn comfort and slams it down your throat and you're like i love it (laughs) Mm, thank you thank you for shoving that down my throat (laughs) yes please give me more comfort Mm. i really Uh, i really like the um the defense show with the mmo the the mmo the Itai no Iai Nano Day, longest title in human history. Basically called it's called Bofudi is basically the like mm-hmm. it's just like the first episode was cute, but the second episode was so much better than the first one. I went when, Oh really? Oh hmm. yeah. When the when the girl's friend gets in there and and they kinda team up and they're doing their little cute adventures together. Um they do gain power really quick in the show, I would say. Like they, they become very powerful very fast. Um, but the, it's just like a totally, a totally like just fun experience. Like, um, in the second episode it even has like a pretty cool battle scene with like a, with like a water monster. It's uh, it, it, it really surprised me. And, um, it's, and it's by contrast, it's so much better than infinite dendrogram. It's just not even close. Like the, the infinite dendrogram is just not that good but this other show is very well animated it's a lot of fun it's cute and like i have no idea where it's going so i'm, I'm really i'm really enjoying it people people ought to check it out i think it'll be a hit amongst like the fantasy crowd for sure so that uh just reminded me to go to my anime list mm-hmm. and now i can officially put 
Madoka Magica and It Invaded is dropped. Yeah. I had him on hold because I'm like, am I going to have to watch this? Yeah, yeah maybe. No, we we're dropping those real I think fast. I'm still probably going to watch both of them. <laughs> I'll wait. If someone's like, hey, Madoka, it, it gets good. It pulls itself back up. I'll be like, maybe I'll give it a chance. But I just I just couldn't care any less about that first episode. Yeah. Um, the ID one reminds me so much of AI Somnium Files and the cells. So I'm going to keep yeah. watching it. <laughs> I'm super into that idea of jumping into people's either dreams or subconscious thoughts or brain. I, I'm, just, I'm so into it. Yeah, it's a great concept. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. I don't we'll even, do anything interesting with it. I don't even know how they got their hands on the guy's subconscious to dive into it. Like, like I was always wondering, like, they've got this serial killer guy. He's on the loose. They don't have him, but they're in his subconscious. And I'm it like, was this mechanism that I think, yeah. and like the third episode, that like pulled particles out of a crime scene, mm-hmm. and it like measured yeah. the intent, and that intent okay. was. I, it kind of creates. I, the I'm well. explaining what the show explained, but it doesn't actually explain. Like, there's very much you have to take a lot of things as face value, but it doesn't really. Yeah. When the when the detective is in the quote unquote crime scene whether it be the well or the actual real-life place, uh, none of the connections they're making like feel like satisfying answers. Yeah, so I get just, that too. Mm-hmm. It's very much a, it is a cool concept that's just kind of a mask over the fact that it's a very shallow plot, and they're just trying to throw yeah. buzzwords and whiz to be like, yeah, we're with it. You're just, you gotta, you gotta be big brain. You gotta be edgy. And I don't know. I, I just wasn't jiving with it. So well, I, just I thought like, you captured that. I just didn't like the characters in it. Like, it, it just, you know. I know the main I guys mean, had been through a lot of shit, but at the end of the day, like, I just didn't like him. I always say, like, you know, you talked about how I watched three episodes of the show and I just couldn't connect to any of the characters. And I'm like, I watched five minutes of Somali and five minutes of Azokin and was immediately endeared with everyone in that show. Like, yeah. Well, the other problem with the, with the id show is that like he's investigating this. He keeps talking about how this, this girl, like this, this girl's dead and he has to solve her murder. But like, we don't, I don't give a shit about her. Like, who is she? Why do I care? I don't think it's her death. She's just part of his subconscious that is leaking into the, yeah, she's a manifestation his, of yeah. main guys who represents the death of his uh, spoilers. Boop, 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 boop. Daughter. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Spoilers really a, over. That's not really a spoiler. It's that's in like the first no. Episode. It's in the very beginning. Yeah, but but literally, the end of episode three is him being like, "This dead girl isn't my daughter." And yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. I don't know. And it looked sharp. It looked visually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of plain, but it had some cool. I just like uh, when his hand was detached and you're like trying to imagine like where his body parts would have been there. Like that must have mm-hmm. been harder to animate. So I'm like, did yeah. they draw the arm and then just some guy take white out and just wipe it off? Or <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in how they did that. That's the magic of computers. I'm guess- yeah, I'm guessing they just drew it as if it was normally there. And then wiped it away. Is the but, second uh, episode of uh, Inspector out yet, though? Yes. I need to check that out. Yes, it, it is. It is. It's another show um, what I'm not, else? not really enjoying very much. 
Hmm. I like the first episode of it. Yeah, I, I thought that was like on par with uh, Hanukkah. Like, uh, like Dora. Well, not visually, but yeah, Dora Hedora was both like Inspector and Dora Hedora. Both were like, I see a lot of potential in these. I obviously know more of where Dora Hedora goes. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They struck me both as like these could be competent, real well done shows. Too mm-hmm. early to tell, though. Well, the the inspector show, the things about it that I didn't like were like it just looks sparse, like unfinished. Like you know, she'll be standing in like a, a park, and there's like nothing behind her. Like the backgrounds are just like barren. Like there's nothing. Um, and I think I feel like in order to really enjoy that show, you're gonna have to really like like mytho- mythological creatures and stuff because watching that girl talk to a giant snake for 20 minutes in episode two was just not what I'm looking for. Um, but I don't know. Everyone's Everybody will have a different opinion, I'm sure. But um, Yeah, we don't, don't need know. to go too hard into yeah. <laughs> spoiling yeah. our impressions. Yeah. I'm hoping episode three picks up and that they do something like that I didn't expect. So... We'll see. Bento. Bento people. Bento. Watch it. Bento, the 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 convenient market store show. Yes. Yeah. Bento is Mason's life. <laughs> it is my life. It, it it merges my love for discounts and frugality. MMA with, fighting. With food, <laughs> with me asserting dominance over people to claim my, what is rightfully mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Bento is great except for the etchy, but even that wasn't enough to dissuade me from saying this is the <laughs> dumbest is, fun show that I, I enjoy. This is one of the dumbest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> it's high up there with how dumb JoJo is, <laughs> it's, but you still, it's still fun and enjoyable. <laughs> it's I I don't believe in like guilty pleasures. I'm like, oh, if you can justify what you like and what you like mm-hmm. about something, like. Don't feel shame. And this one is probably the closest to me being like, yeah, there's some guilty pleasures out there. But uh, it's one of those shows that like this would be an easy recommendation to some people. Uh, and none of those people would be anyone that you talk to ever again. <laughs> Anime club. All of Anime, Anime club. club. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think it's going to be a fun discussion. Um, I know some people have already started and they're like, what's up with these dub? What's up with the sub? What the heck is going on? Why? What's up with these characters? And it's just, it just gets even wilder. Why y'all throwing down over discounts? Listen, poor <laughs> They're going to die for these discounts. They've started a war. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'm looking at the episode titles now. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Clearly, uh. How heavier the dumbbells you lift just aped the idea of just having the uh, calories of each meal. Because mm-hmm. these episode titles are like ginger fried pork bento, 852 calories. Hamburg yeah. steak loaded with garlic <laughs> chives bento, 765 calories. Picari sweat, 125 calories. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Listen, uh, I also, we should do a Japanese uh, segment, a part of that like instead of waifu words to be like here's a japanese word you should need to know the first word you need to know is tokumori which is just big size big portion lots of rice uh because you'll super impress everybody me. yeah exactly it's the super size me of rice dishes because mm-hmm. you have like 
uh, omori, which is like big rice, and toku mori, which is like specialty big rice. Chu mori. Yeah, toku mori is where it's at. I think chu mori is like is like small. I thought chu mori right? was more meat. I'm not sure. Well, mori is like to pile on, so who knows? Just give me all the beef bowl, please. Thanks. Yeah. Listen, every time I said tokumori to someone in Japan, like a waitress, they'd, they'd get like, oh, this guy, this guy gets it. This guy gets the rice. And uh, yeah, just make it just make uh, like a big, big gesture with your hands. Like, yeah, make it big. Give me all of it. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm Mason. I will eat you out of business. So true. Pretty much. Keep Pretty much. me away from the all you can eat. Uh, Takarajima meat meat restaurants. Oh no! Here comes this <laughs> foreigner again. Instead of uh, nomi hodai, which is all you can drink, you gotta keep your eye out for the tabe hodai. That's right. All all you can mm. eat. Yeah. One 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 of these days, I'll tell you a story about how they stopped serving us in one of those tabe hodai places because here's a news flash: Westerners don't eat like Japanese people. <laughs> we just don't like. We eat like three times as much as them. What is what is we're just gluttonous, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, why don't we call it here? It's been a pretty lengthy after party. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I put Warcraft this week. I haven't done shit. <laughs> well, you did enough to fill forty-five minutes. Heck yeah. Mm. Mission accomplished. That's my only goal for doing things in life is how am I going to fill up my sure 40 minutes of a podcast? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mission accomplished, everybody. All right, guys. Well, we you know we love you. We do. And you know we're going to be back here next week. Yeah. We are? Hell yeah. Are you going to survive oh. that excursion? Good luck. And oh, uh, hope, sure hopefully to see everyone back here uh, a week from now. Bye. The cells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. It's gonna be, we're going to be cells at podcast. Cells, cells at podcast. At, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. See you next time. <laughs> Have a good night.